My name is George, and I'm joined by my counterpart, Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, George. And we have a special person on the hotline. You folks are familiar. Dave's best friend, PJ. Hello, PJ. Hi, George. Hi, Dave. Hello, PJ. Welcome. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to start with PJ. PJ, did you go to Glimmerhold yet? not gone there yet but they have some a couple of nights a week that you can go and preview and i believe that you can play the games during the preview but not all the games are up and running yet okay i've, I've already reached out to them to see if uh, they want to come on and uh, do a quick infomercial about their arcade um dave you want to uh, you got anything to kind of chime in to get us started uh let's see like in uh, if you don't we'll go right into you know the heart of the show or is it the neck of the show and then <laughs> yeah the neck of the show i like that george that's there yeah it's very appropriate very appropriate that was just off the top of my head that was good that was good okay. um your choice yeah we can go right into a bsd okay bram stoker's dracula I had no idea how long ago this was written. Have you ever read the literary version from this author? No, I have no interest. <laughs> how about you, PJU? No, I have not. No, me either. Okay, so we can't talk about that. Um, it's written like 125 years ago or 130 years ago. And I'm guessing... It's now in the public domain, so you can pretty much do whatever you want with the story. Sounds right. Almost okay. like Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Well, why don't you give us a, a little background on the game that you've been working on since you've been home. I'm guessing this is one of several since you've been in quarantine. Yeah, pretty much. I've been self, uh, I don't know. Self-quarantine kind of, it's loosely quarantined. I'm out and about, but you know. Basically, I, I basically came up with came down with a thing that everybody else did, but only lasted me three days, and then I kicked it out I, with all my uh, uh, homeopathic stuff I do. I got rid of it right away, and uh, otherwise you're in you're into a two to four week uh, session. But Bram uh, Stoker's Dracula, not to be confused the the BSD, not to be confused with SBD. 
because uh, that's silent but deadly, and that's uh, Dracula is a little silent and he's very deadly. So maybe they're similar. Or they're, STD. Or STD. It's a little different, <laughs> but this is BS. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. so this is made April nineteen ninety three. Uh, it's a game designed by Barry Osler, art by Jerry Springer. Oh wait, no, sorry, that's Mark Springer, not to be the Jerry Springer. <laughs> different. Thank you. <laughs> no chair throwing. No chair throwing. No, it actually designed by Mark designed it as well as art. So he did design and art, and also Barry also did the design. Uh, they made about sixty eight hundred units. Uh, a lot of people compare this game to uh, a System 11 game. It has a very um, uh, kind of System 11 feel to it, even though it's made in 1993, so it's definitely right in the WPC ramper game era of the 90s. It has a throwback feel to the System 11. Some people compare it to Taxi. Um, it has three <clears throat> three multi-balls. It's got a Miss multi-ball. It's got a coffin multi-ball and it has a oh what's the other multi-ball uh uh oh asylum there you go asylum multi-ball permission to ask a question <laughs> sure go ahead i don't know if i've ever played this game but my question is why did they elect to go with smaller by one eighth inch flippers and i'm guessing this is not the only game that did that I think this is the only game it did. This is these are called lightning flippers. Uh, they make the game definitely harder, but I will say you put regular flippers in the game, the game's too easy. So some people want to, you know, if you want to make the game real easy, you put the regular flippers in there, and it's um, it's they're almost like it makes it definitely makes it challenging to get the sweet spot to go up the ramps and so forth. You have to get it just right versus you get a bigger sweet spot with a bigger flipper. So, um, more now, did you have familiarity with this game prior to you taking it into your shop? Yeah, I've had this. Uh, other customers out in the field have done day spas on this particular title in the past. Although this one here, boy, oh boy, uh, th there's a uh, there's a there's a quote unquote tech out in the Boston area, let's say, who uh, I've been following in many times, following his quote-unquote uh work and clean up on aisle seven yeah yeah uh he's kind of kind of tech that goes in you know quickie fix and give me a couple hundred bucks and leaves and some of his fixes include like jumper wires under the play field instead of fixing the wire that's broken somewhere to jump it out um this one was it this one had some of that stuff in it as well but it also had uh i was wondering the guy you know, the guy who gave me the game to restore for me, it's like, yeah, the, the the ball lock never worked in the game, and and so the balls would get stuck. So I want to get that fixed. And and, uh, and I said, okay. So I'm looking at that whole assembly when I'm in there. I'm saying, and I'm thinking, I figured, okay, I've cleaned it all out, this and that. And I found, I called the guy up, and I found, like, well, I found your problem. There's a bunch of this, this pink bubble wrap inside the, um, the whole under subway assembly there blocking the ball. Oh no no that was that prior text fix. Oh, what are you talking? No way. Yeah, that was his fix to put bubble wrap in it so the ball wouldn't go. Why in. didn't he just get a piece of duct tape and put it over the hole? I think he ran out of duct tape, so he had bubble wrap, and that's what he used. <laughs> <laughs> hey oh. you gotta... I'm gonna exit. Okay. All right. Well, it's a pleasure having you as our as our first caller of the day and only caller of the day. Thank you for calling in. 
You're very welcome. Sorry. <laughs> Bye, PJ. Everyone has a good day. Happy flipping. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. Stay lit. Stay lit. Exactly. And tilted. Uh so yeah. So uh so that was his fix. It's like, oh well, that's not good. <laughs> so I said, okay. So I found out the only reason why that wasn't working, it, there was one wire lug, broken wire to the uh, vertical upkick assembly was broken off. Take a wire stripper, strip it off, solder it on the lug, and voila, it worked. I thought you were going to say he clipped both wires and just left them hanging. No, he just didn't want to investigate You know what's going on. Because I will tell you, when this guy gave me the game to go through... You know, it was one of these deals where uh, he's got some water damage in the basement and he's looking for this uh, solution to originally he wanted me to, you know, uh, do I provide a service? Well, I'll come take the game, store it for a while, bring the game back and pay and pay me X for the pleasure of doing that. I said, OK, yeah, we can do that for for X to get that done for you. Move it in, move it out, store it for a couple months to your place is all refurbed after insurance settlement so forth uh I said, but on top of that your game you know i looked at his game and said your game could use a good at least a good day spa or, or mini refurb at least and he said well i don't want to i don't want to go too crazy on it i don't want to you know he didn't want to spend a lot of dough and go you know hog wild like i usually do on a on an in-house restoration i said okay we'll we'll try to do like a uh try to do like a day spa plus on it we'll try to do like a mini refurb and so I try to keep within his budget, but as I'm getting into the game, it's like, I'm finding so much stuff wrong with this game. It's like so many, and I can't just, you know, fix a couple of things and then oh, here you go and bring it back. And then I'm going to be married to it, which goes to that. We'll talk about that thread. Well, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. So this, this kind of, yeah. I printed out that whole uh, thread Diet, on diatribe. his side. Mm. So Good, I figured I, I, we would handpick some stuff out of there and talk about it. Yeah, definitely. I was reading through it as well. So, uh, yeah, that was, um, very interesting. Some of the, some of the, I, and I, I've kind of come, I, I've had a couple of these circumstances when you, when you go through enough clients and they got to go through and see enough people, eventually you're going to come on to some people like that, you know, and I'd say 99% of my clients that deal with their sweethearts, they get it. They know what I do. They appreciate what I do, but there's some that don't get it. Don't understand pinball. Don't understand what it takes. And, you know, and th it's a very small minority, but you're going to run into those types as well. And it's usually not, it's not a good fit. So usually I, I filter those out and uh, I'm, we're not a good fit. Go somewhere else that wants to just do the, the quick hit. Perhaps Mr. Bubble Wrap Man will be your guy. You can use him. He'll do a great job for you. Put some bubble wrap in there, a couple uh, alligator clips and you're off and running or sort of. So yeah. So, with so this, what'd you do to the game? So this game had all kinds of weird things wrong with it. And I, I, as I started digging into it, you know, the bubble wrap situation, it need there was broken rubbers everywhere at the top of the game. It was like it never got replaced. So I had to take all this crap off the top and the 3D puzzle with these things. You got to take it. Taking off is one thing. Putting it back in the right order. That's a whole other thing. You got to take pictures along the way. So you know the order of operation, how to go back. So I did all that. And then then there's also ball clearances. If you don't, if the things go back together and then knock, you know, you, gotta, you might have to get creative putting some washers in here and there to get enough clearance because i try to go one ramp over here like there's a middle ramp that goes around underneath the coffin and comes back well that ball kept getting dejected going up ramp and coming back down because it kept the clearance wasn't quite right for it so i had to do something be creative on that 
there was some other stuff with another clearance thing with a go through the pup bumpers and there's another piece of uh, uh, habitrail metal there that the ball would get stuck on. Um, one of the pup bumpers would get sticky. So I had to adjust that. Right. It's only, it's like what it comes down to with this kind of stuff. And it's a lost art with, with, um, with any, with a lot of texts out there. They don't, I don't, I don't see them doing it. Maybe they do, but I, I don't see it is fine tuning and optimization of these things. These games, you know, never mind just getting the thing done and, and, and restoring it and preventing maintenance it and, you know, cleaning it. But you also have to be aware of how the game's supposed to play optimization um, and fine tuning. It's like fine tuning an engine. It's like a, like a race car it has to be fine tuned. Otherwise it's, it's going to run, but not run right. So, so I called the guy up and I said, listen, you know, is there any more money left on the, on the money tree? Cause you know, I'm approaching the end of the budget here and I got more stuff to do. And I, I can leave things alone, like not rebuild the flippers and not do certain things in the game and just concentrate on getting the game running. But I really don't want to, cause I want this to game be a, a good playing experience for you. So, so I've gone to, you know, throw a little more money into the kitty enough that I can get covered to do what I got to do with the rest of the game without going too crazy. So, uh, so, so that was good. So let me ask you a question. I've got a parallel recently. Have I ever talked? Did I? I guess I have, right? I've talked about putting in a pool on this podcast. Maybe not. Uh, I know you mentioned it to me. I'm not sure the podcast has heard it. Right. Well, anyway, I'm putting a pool in at my new house. And we're getting to the end with the landscaper. Okay. And I met with this landscaper back in December. You know, trying to get a hold of the curve. And he's like, the hell are you doing calling me, you know, the day after Christmas? I'm like, well, I'm trying to get a hold, you know, a hold of somebody so I can get my landscaping put in in the spring, you know, in the late winter. Okay. So he gave me a ballpark when we first met. And it was, it was real reasonable. I'm like, oh, okay, we're under budget. And I kind of threw out a number. I'm like, oh, I thought it would be, you know, approaching X. Are you still there? I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I lost you visually, but that's okay. Okay, yeah. Um, and uh, by the time we're done, I'm up probably another third on top of it. But more work was performed, but more product was also needed because I think he underestimated what was going to take to put sod down on my house. Okay. Now, I knew that but he might not have known that. Is that a forgivable or a non-forgivable? I think it's forgivable. Think about it if you went in and said, oh, you know, it needs X, Y, and Z. And then all of a sudden you come back and go, hey, your DMD's fried or, you know, this is fried and it's going to be X. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah, because I, I, I go through it all the time where I, I you, you go and look at a thing and you see, but I kind of try to give that, uh ahead of time and say listen this is what you know what you say is wrong with the game and what i think is going to be wrong with the game but there's always th stuff behind you know behind the wall you don't see i'm not going to know until i get really into the game on more stuff do I need to order a right. special part that i need to order don't know so i always try to you know put a little bit or, or with my estimate i always try to give a nice range a, a low and a high to cover any kind of weirdness that might happen uh, but sometimes it can go above the high side and when it starts to get towards the high range, I'm starting to go up against it. Then I got to make a phone call and say, Hey, there's unforeseen stuff here. What do you want me to do? You know? So, right. But this was a foreseen, you can look at the property and you can estimate how much you need. And he was severely under. 
Oh, okay. And well, in that case, so other, he could people, see... other people would press and say, hey, you gave me a quote for X. But the pool wasn't you know? in yet. The pool wasn't in yet, though. So how can he Oh, know no, that? the pool was already in. Oh, no, we're at the tail end. This has all happened in the last three days. Oh, last three days. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. We're at the tail end of this project. I'm just saying he he estimated it to be one thing, and it turned out to be something else. I want it done right. I know what it costs. I'm not going to hold him hostage because I kind of had a feeling he wasn't, you know, he wasn't looking at it the right way as I was. I got a little bit more probably experience than he does. I've done this a few times. So that's all. I'm not upset. It's just, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you say that to somebody and say, Hey, you really screwed up. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. No, some people would press and say, Hey, you gave me a hard quote. You said you were going to do X, Y, and Z, and now you're claiming poor mouth because you underestimate. I, I've had it happen to me before, but I want the job done right. I don't want the person walking off the job and just saying "f you," right? And you're done. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Plus, you want him to do a good job, so you kind of want him to feel. No, he's done a great job. I'm not, and I'm not. I'm not. I've had some great contractors. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. It. it it fits in here. You, you kind of see what I'm saying, right? You're talking yeah. about maybe a customer who might be upset or not understand. I certainly understand. I'm just saying, how do you bring it to somebody's attention and say, you know, you're really gaffed. It's one thing if you do it by 10%. It's another thing if you're off by 40%. Yeah. So that, that's, yeah, that's a lot more. Yeah. 40%. That's, that's a big, yeah, that's too much. That's kind of like he right. definitely didn't do his due diligence. So yeah, has the guy been around for like what made him not, estimates so well he's, he's a newbie or something or yeah he hasn't been in it that long but he's doing a terrific job that's the best part about it is you know all my other contractors like this guy is really doing a really nice job for you i go yeah i know i've met some other people and there's a lot of they call them highway men you know roll in quickie and take the money and run oh okay so you know they were talking so you know you gotta vet people and and you know, for you, you can pick and choose as any contractor can and say, I want to do the job or not. I had another contractor, con you know, give me an estimate for the same work, double the price. Wow. Right. So I, I guess what I'm saying to folks is be grateful that, A, you got a guy like Dave, he tells you what the story is up front and he performs and does what he's supposed to. Is he inexpensive? No. But if you want the job done right. And there's just some people that, you know, they want to go to the local garage and say, oh, my car's broke, fix it. And the guy bandages it back together and fix it. It's another thing if you go to the dealer and they say, hey, there's a lot of things wrong here. One, two, three, four, five. You know, do you want the expert and fine tune it and make it right? It's There's a big difference. And we'll go into it a little bit more because I think some other people have some comments on this in that thread from Pinside. Yeah, there's a lot of that thread was basically, you know, they were complaining about, um, especially with, with electromechanicals of EMs, because um, typically that, you know, is, is outliers actually will spend good money on an EM. They'll, they'll spend good money to get it done right and, you know, give you thousands versus hundreds. But the, the a lot of the people that come up with EMs, it's, you know, they've had it forever. They bought it for 50 bucks or 100 bucks years ago. So now in their mind, the game's worth a hundred bucks. They don't want to, they don't put a couple hundred dollars. Well, I only bought the game for a hundred dollars. They, if you come up to them with a bill for a thousand dollars, it's fixed to go through this 40 or 50 year old thing. 
that needs all this work. It's like, well, you know, you're restoring something that's that old. It needs everything done to it. So well, that's why you got to vet people. And you do. I mean, oh, yeah. you've talked about it on this program before. You've actually put me on the spot a couple of times and said, what would you do? Um, but you have the election to, you know, take, you know, as I call it, lower hanging fruit or, you know, times are lean. Sometimes you take on work that maybe you wouldn't have in better times. It's a, I don't want to digress. Let's get back to, yeah. to, to uh, Dracula and uh, tell us a little bit more uh, about your adventures there. Maybe we can, uh, we can see a little bit and you can play a game. Oh yeah, another thing. So when I'm so I'm play testing the game. So I got it all kind of all squared away, pretty much. And now I'm play testing it. This is when optimization comes in. You got to play test, play test, play test, and see what comes up, see what crops up. Um, it, it was doing some weird stuff. There's, there's three top lanes in the game that you get. You know, it's called ABC, and you get those three top lanes, and you get a multiplier. Play, you get a bonus multiplier. You know, uh, each time you do it. So it was doing some weirdness. I'd go in the the right lane and it wouldn't give me, it wouldn't give me the correct thing. And then I said, go in the left lane, it would do something weird. So I realized the left and right lane were crossed. Someone put either from the factory or someone took this apart and put it back together. I don't know what happened, but at some point the left switch was the right switch and the right switch was. Oh, jeez. No wonder it was acting schizophrenic. So I swapped that around. It's like, oh, that's behaving better. Cause this guy who had the game said, yeah, the game had some weird stuff going on. Was, he just basically called it, it would play weird. That's probably one of the things that's weird along with the, along with the bubble wrap. That's very weird, <laughs> you know? Um, so I got all that taken care of the switches and what else? There's a bunch of other, uh, there's a bunch of other stuff on the game. Let me, let me go through my quick little notes here. I, I, I go through and do like a uh, captain's log uh, every day when I, when I work on a game. And uh, let's see here. I think I wrote down some stuff that I did here. Uh, Dracula, Dracula, Dracula. Here we go. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, I had to go through, of course, and do the you know, driver board. Um, or replace some caps on that. Uh, that was only like at... The 5 volts was hanging around like 4.8, 4.85, and it'll reset around 4.7. It was too, mu too low of a margin. I couldn't let it go like that, so... I rebuilt the five volt section. Now we're at, at, at like a 5.10 or 5.05, .05, which is way better. The 12 volt cap that started to leak a little bit, replaced that. So that was that. The MPU is actually pretty good shape. I just had to do a little, little cleanup on L5 on that one. That, was, that wasn't bad. Put a remote battery holder on it. Uh, of course, the bubble wrap in there. Uh, there are a lot of broken parts in the game I had to uh, fix. Wrong hardware, broken rubber. Uh, oh, the co there's a coffin in the, in the inside of the game. It's kind of. I want to talk about that. It's a morbid. So it's a very. Mor and... It's a morbid game. It's very morbid. It's kind of like when I was playing playtesting the game, Maureen kept telling me from upstairs, "Hey, can you like turn that down or turn it off?" <laughs> you know, because it's not a. It's not oh, a. Oh, because the creepy songs and yeah, uh, the creepy the songs. It, it just has a you know. It, it's very like. You know, and then it has the girl. Going, like you're in a haunted house, and the girl's going, oh, you know, she's getting bit by the Dracula. He's, oh, you know, doing that kind of crap, and even the music on it. The music's kind of addictive in a way. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of, it's a weird game. I, is I, it, is it organy? You know, like, uh, like Family Opera. Yeah, that kind of thing. I guess a little bit. I don't know, not not like Family Opera, but it has like that kind of. 
morbid kind of foreboding, let's call it, kind of situation. Been, okay. the, I, I have a question about this coffin thing. Are you familiar with uh, the coffin mod made by Crypt Keeper? I'm not. What does it do? Uh, Dracula sits upright in the coffin. Wow. And I guess the coffin lid comes up. Does that do that anyway? No, that's a good one. Now, of course, this guy has no I, budget I think for the that. Coffin lid comes up. I saw it open. I didn't watch the video, but I kind of I read about it a long time ago, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I guess the guy was having some issues with it and refined it. There's a whole thing out on Pinside you can read about it, but that looked like a pretty cool mod. Yeah, if I own this game, I would get that. You know, the only thing this thing does, you know, you get the guy inside the coffin. It's a clear glass coffin over, you know, smoky glass coffin uh, on top of it. And you kind of can see him in there and, and it, there's lights in there and it's, it's supposed to glow and it's a, it's a virtual lock. The coffin is a three ball multi-ball. Whenever you throw the ball under the ramp, it goes up into the coffin, the coffin spits it out and it goes back in the pop bumper nest. So, and then on the videos on the screen, it shows you ball one locked and it shows a picture of a coffin with one ball in it. So it's a virtual lock. There's no three balls sitting in there. Just one at a time going through will give you a virtual lock until you get all three. Then you get the multi-ball. Um, on this one here, this thing was sitting so long. No one worked in this game forever uh, or ever. And the the 555 bulbs, there's three of them inside the coffin to light it up, were never touched. They were burnt so bad. They were silver that they, I could not take them out. They were like they were <laughs> welded to the light sockets so much so that i destroyed the light sockets take trying to take them out they had to put three new light sockets that are soldered to the board in that assembly and i put leds in it instead and uh but it still won't even light it up that much and i realized what happened this thing got so burnt that actually uh this dracula i call him blackula <laughs> well there was a movie called blackula well he's blackula he's uh he's a dark-skinned gentleman now at this point because he is not not a white dracula this guy is black all over and it's cooked and the light doesn't even show through him anymore so <laughs> you know you see a little bit of a glow so it sounds like this game you can uh, you can go do some research for your customer and say hey if you want to throw some money at this again take a look at this you might want to put it in and then i'll have you come back and put well, it in. maybe you know i i don't think this game ever worked really w well for him so he probably, he, probably right, he wants to he wants to show me the you know Show well, me that it performs. Well, yeah, I, I, I think he's more like, um, I don't think he has a lot of respect for the game because it probably never worked really right from day one or was always kind of limping or whatever. So he's just saying, oh, just kind of get it, you know. So he has no idea kind of what I am what I do. He doesn't really kind of get it, even though he's going to spend some decent money with me, you know, enough to get right. it. Well, 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 that's good. Well, you're going to have a story when you, you know, when you yeah, so do the unveiling with him. Right, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping. Note, note the facial expression, number yeah. one, and then when yeah. he plays it, you know, you'll get a you'll get a good sense of uh, his astonishment. Right, I'm hoping it's going to be a wow moment, like wow, I've never played or seen or looked this good. I'm hoping that happens versus like, uh, okay, well, great, okay, here's your money, I'll see you later. I, I hope it's. What, you know... I, what what if you got the reaction like that uh, character in the progressive uh, insurance commercials? Yeah, that's great. I you know something like really just deadpan. Oh, like, deadpan! Yeah. Oh, it's terrific. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I will not be. I will not be that happy. Oh, with it's that. wonderful. Yeah.
Well, hopefully not. I mean, mo most of my customers, I'd, I'd say the the vast majority, not again, ninety nine percent are wild when 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 done. Like there's there was a, a sidetrack here, a Star Trek Next Gen. I just did a a, a two day day spa run uh, down about forty five minutes away from here, and uh, this guy he has it in his basement. He's had it for I think. 15, 20 years, and he got it from a friend of his that passed away, and it meant a lot to him, but it hasn't run since. He got it from his friend's game room or something. He was a dear friend of his. So he finally found me, and I said, no, I can do this work for you. I'll do a nice day spa, and it'll be, it'll be X, you know. And he said, oh, yeah, totally cool with the price. And, the, you know, so so did some work, and about – I think about two hours in, he, he came down and said, wow, you guys are really taking it apart. It's like, oh yeah, this thing needs to be taken apart. And, you know, and, and then uh, six hours passed. I think we were there for like six or seven hours. I said, okay, we're all set, you know, come, come on down. I said, I still have more work to do on it, but now at least before it was not playable at all. Now at least it's playable and plays really well, but I still want to do more. I didn't get to do the top part, the, the top half of the play field as a whole there's a whole many more hours left to do, but I want to at least get you running and playable so you can play it and see the kind of work we've done. So you'll allow me to come back and do day spa part two. So he came down. The first thing he did, he kind of like took a couple steps back, like, like Fred Sanford, like grabbing his heart kind of thing, you know, <laughs> Elizabeth, I'm coming, you know, that kind of thing, you know, and, and, uh, and he grabbed my arm and he goes, no shit like that. And he looked at the game. He's like, this is awesome. This is awesome. And this is the same guy. I was like so blown away by his reaction. I was like, this is this would makes it this is what makes it great. Like I at that point, that's better than money to me. You know, that kind of reaction is, is awesome. But the and, money doesn't hurt. Money doesn't hurt. No, not at all. Um, so but this is the same guy when I when we walked up to the front door, he was like, Hey, Dr. Davis here. Awesome. All right, Dr. You know, he's like just celebrating, like, you know, the heroes arrived. When Bring I, the trumpets out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, all right, being welcome with a fanfare. This is, I knew right now, okay, okay, this is a good, this is one of the really good customers, you know? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was great. So that was an opening. It's nice album. to be wanted. Oh, yeah, nice to be wanted. And, and uh, he loved it. Then I said, listen, when I'm, when he was done ooing and aahing and and uh, he played a ball, I was like, oh, it's awesome, you know? I said, there's more to do, you know, if you allow me to come back, I said, oh, definitely come back another time and, and you know, finish up. No, you know, it's great, you know? So I went back there yesterday. I was the first time out in three weeks to go out and do some some work, uh, outside work. I've been doing work in house, trying to get caught up my in house restorations. At least that's the good thing about you know being under the weather. So now I'm you know back to you know almost 100. percent You know I'm just you know taking care of the home front here. Um, so uh, go out to see uh, see him and, and finish up the game. And and uh, it was another I think it took me another five hours. I was another five hours on part two. It, I was I thought maybe only another two or three hours, but there was so much left to do on it, and uh, and it came out great. I mean, I, I I wish I had this game and I restored it. I had you know another copy of this game, and I really wish I uh, I I had this game still. Um, so so let me stop you for a sec. I don't. I opened up by saying I really don't have any familiarity with this game. I don't know if I've even ever played it, and I went out and watched a three minute video out on uh on is, it star, is it star trek or, or blam or stroker's dracula there Stoker's. oh i thought we we're back on on dracula you yeah yeah on star yeah. trek no no wait, you go dracula i just want the audience to know what we're talking about so okay yeah i'm i'm, I'm on dracula and 
my question is, why are there so many multi-balls, A, and is this game overwhelmingly multi-ball centric? Uh, yeah, I think there's something to it. You, you can stack, people like this game because you can stack multi-balls. You can be doing, you can have one multi-ball running and have another multi-ball running at the same time. You can have all. Well, what is, well, now explain that in case, like me, I don't really understand what that means. So, so there's a multi-ball mode. Like there's a missed multi-ball. Another unique game, new thing in this game is called missed multi-ball. There's a there's a magnet under the playfield that runs on a on a runner from left to right. That and the and there's a it always puts a captive ball when you start the game or in the middle of the game. It stages the ball at one end of the playfield, hidden behind a gate. Then the magnet turns on and a light turns on next to it. And it in missed multi-ball, it it bring it brings the ball across the playfield like it's going across the playfield like it's levitating, you know, across the playfield. And you're supposed and you're to supposed to hit it. Hit it. Right. Sometimes you don't hit it hard enough, you hit it light. Now you get two multi-balls stuck there together. You can't do a thing about it. And it goes all the way over to the side. It doesn't realize it doesn't know that you hit the ball because the ball is still stuck there. Now one ball gets captured on the left and one ball just drops away bound on a flipper, but you didn't do any, you didn't achieve the missed multi-ball ending part. You're supposed to hit the ball and then go up and get some jackpots that are lit up. So there's, there's different jackpot shots, like ramp shots that light up for, for each. Um, right. But if you stack the multi-balls, does that mean if one of the balls drains, you still have one in play that another ball comes out because you have a multi-ball stacked? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think yeah. Now, how it all works and timing, I haven't played the game enough to know exactly the nuances there on that one. So I don't have enough to, gameplay time on it to really tell you all about it. There is, I have been going through a rule sheet, uh, which is very long about um all the different stuff in the game, you know, tips, tricks, strategy. You got multi-ball, multi-ball. See, multi-ball, multi-ball is the real key to super high scores in Dracula. Starting more than one multi-ball mode gives you the nice. Gives you nice things to shoot for from both flippers. Provides some insurance against quick drains. Um, avoid setting mul any multi-ball until you can be very close to starting at least two of them. So get them ready to go. This so multi-ball. So stacking multi-balls is kind of like, um, it's like a ball save almost. I mean, yeah, you've it's got kind this, of a ball save. You got this ball in waiting. Yeah, it's always a ball waiting to come out. So if you lose a ball, it comes big. It's almost like a you have a certain amount of grace period when you're multi-ball. Um, maybe like 30 seconds or 20 seconds, whatever it is. So you have a so you want to stack them up. And so it means not shooting the tunnel for missed multi-ball until there's only one coffin lock left or starting castle multi-ball while the others are lit. Multi-ball, multi, multi-multi-ball. So multiplies your jackpots. So you can multi multiply the jackpots are increased. If one of your running multi-balls is missed, everything will be worth at least 20 million. If you're really good at looping a ramp, catch the balls on one flipper and loop that ramp with one ball on the other. Note that the game will not call out the missed values awarded while you are looping, or it may make a loop sound twice, then call out the value twice on alternate loops. Oh my God. This is this is no class. You gotta play the game, game quite a yeah. bit in order to yeah. get the subtleties, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. I get, mean, it was a popular game. Obviously, they sold sixty-eight hundred units. Um, is is this a highly collectible game? And you know, what's the you know average cost of something like this? Is it a five thousand dollar game or a 
eight thousand dollar game. I think or more. I think it's right, but I think it's right in there. But I think between five and seven K will get you this game. I think it's somewhere like that. I think. Okay. Um, it has a unique, um, you know, red DMD. I think, but you know, it's it's red, but I think it bases a red filter on the on right. The, like, you know, the, the blood red. The blood. Uh, yeah. Does do does anybody put a colored DMD in there? They, does that make sense? Do. Yeah, I think they do, but I don't know what how they must take the the red filter out. I would think because why would you keep that in there with a with a right. color DMD? So I'm not sure. I mean, I, I like putting the color DMD in every ramp game I work on. I try to right. at least tell it to the customer that's a good upgrade. But they're pricey. I mean, you're talking five hundred bucks, five hundred right. to six hundred bucks, including installation right. to get it going for you. So you know, it's pricey. So so so, what do you think of the game? Uh, I, I kind of, it, it's fun. It's fun to play test. Um, so it's good for a little, for a guest game here to play test, you know, um, you know, it's, would I ever, well, we have less than one minute to go on this round. So we're going to have to, to, okay. So cut there and you can give us whether you would buy one or not. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We'll do a cliffhanger. Well, would I buy one or not buy one? Does he, or doesn't he? That is the question. That is the question. Yeah. We also talk about the uh, uh, the mods to uh, to this game and and rethemes. I get some ideas for rethemes for this game when we come back from, when we come back from the break. Okay. Or, See you in a few. Word from our sponsors. Okay. Where were we? Gonna we? answer the question. Yeah. Would I own this? Uh, no. It's more of a. A fun game to visit, fun game to restore. Like I'd love it if someone would want me to uh, go crazy in the game and do some, you know, like coffin mod and some other stuff on it. Uh, we've had our own uh, coughing mod for the past two weeks here, but it's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> not no, a wooden like... coffin, a <clears throat> coffin. <laughs> which is not nearly as much fun as playing the game. <laughs> so. Coffee yeah, I've been there, done that. As I told you, I surfed that wave back in, uh, what was it, September, when I was sick. You were doing it before it was fashionable, George. Yeah, I must have got it quick and early. I don't know. No, everybody's doing it. <laughs> so, uh, what else on this game? Anything else that you want to talk about? Uh, let's see. Other stuff on this game. Let me see. The lightning flippers are kind of cool. It's the only game that has that. Some people have actually put them on like um, tournaments. They'll put lightning flippers on tournament games like that. In fact, I think that's actually a good way to go if you're going to have um, you know ramp games in a tournament to make it tougher for anybody that's really good. Put lightning flippers in all those ramp games, and that should uh, make the times you know a bunch less. You know so. Um, so I was going to say, are the ball times long on this game if you know how to play it? I I don't think so. I mean, um, it plays pretty quick because I I can, yeah. I'm not I'm not playing there forever like a typical like on a, on a modern stern. I can play that game, those games forever because it's like it's just they're too easy, you know. Uh, I I haven't looked at the list and it's going to be in our next show. Um, the fantastic game list. I'm wondering if this will be one of the games at the show. Well, speaking of fantastic, I just uh -oh. found out. I just found out who um, 
you know, we do music every year. We do a concert every year now. Oh, I saw, I saw it. That's been out for a while. Okay, I just saw it. I haven't paying attention. Yes, <laughs> but but uh, uh, kudos for Gabe because he'll, you know, whatever game is like popular or just coming out online, which is Elton John, um, he'll find a uh, a tribute. tribute yeah, so he found one, and and they're very popular. They go around the country, I guess, and they're I think they're from Maine. I did. They were on a Maine uh, a news broadcast at one point, being interviewed. So I saw them on there. Um, right, but that's not what caught, caught your attention. It didn't. Oh, you know what's coming back, don't you? No, what's coming back? Uh, I believe it's another horn band. Oh God, no make it stop yeah. no 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 and, and there's a comedy night from what i understand well we're gonna we're really gonna do a uh uh a whole, oh yeah the one i think a vegas review night. he's got like three different things lined up no wow. from like six o'clock six thirty on he's got a bunch of stuff so a comedy show too okay interesting go I looked at it a long time. I wasn't prepared that we're going to talk about it, but yeah, go look it up. I, I'm almost positive it was out there. So, is it on a? It's on a brand new thread on Pinside. No, 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 no. Their web, the website. On oh, the website, okay. See, right. see I'm, I, sometimes I feel like I'm a, I'm a mushroom. I'm, I'm kept yeah, in the dark. Are. You are, you are. <laughs> you're, you're, you're head down and uh, headstrong. You're, you're just, you're just repairing pinballs, and you got the blinders on. Exactly. You know? You're just... I'm a workhorse. <laughs> is that what they call it? Yeah, the blinders on, just do the work. Get out there and plow the field and, and don't get distracted by squirrels and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Do you want to talk... I, I just, while we were breaking and you were spooling, um, do you want to go over this thing in Pinside? There's some pretty funny stuff in here. Yeah, maybe. Should I go pull it up or you get it all there? No, no, no. I mean, you can if you want to follow along. Yeah, I've printed it all out because I can't do two things at once. I'm old school. Okay, well, I'm old school too, but uh, I think I actually saved I'll, it. I'll, right. I'll prompt you and you can comment, okay. reply, not reply. Yeah, there's some... that happened to me. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So the guy who started this is a guy named Avi Rue. I think we told the, the audience the last time we were together. It, it's It's entitled question about liability and responsibility as a pinball technician. And this was, as I said, started by a guy named Avi Rue. The first thing that... The first I, thing that I, the I say that's questionable is his icon. That's questionable. Yeah, I, and <laughs> what is that? the second paragraph is the reveal, I think. Something that's always bothered me with fixing games specifically with EMs, is the inability to tell the reliability of something. Stop. If okay. you can't assess what the issue might be with the game, perhaps you might want to think about doing something else. Perhaps this is not the job for you. That's kind of where, so that, and he goes through this whole thing, and I forgot it. So all the other people who are techs or have been techs or want to be techs or could be techs, the next one is from this guy up in Saratoga, uh, New York. I, 
I I so chronic frost. I've seen him all over the thing. Yeah. And he says, before I agree to work on a person's game, I pretty much give them a mini lecture about expectations of a 40-year-old piece of equipment. I would say that goes without saying, right? Yeah, I you might summarize it a little bit differently. A little differently, because that sounds like, hey, I'm gonna do the best I can, but this thing, this thing's gonna gonna break tomorrow morning. It's like I, I don't know if I'm if I'm that pessimistic when I kind of tell someone okay. working their game. I kind of, you know, but I will, I will say that in in effect at one point, you know, there is a steel ball flying around hitting stuff in these games. So you know, the the game will is not bulletproof. I'm gonna do the best I can to make it as reliable as possible, but nothing is, you know. Okay, how about how about this one? I would start here. This would be my first, well, maybe second question. When I meet a person who comes to purchase a machine or bring a machine to fix, I always ask about their background in pinball. Good question. Do you fix? Yeah. Huh. I'm here. Is it that you've never opened up a game before? Can you show me how to open your game up? Yeah, I'd say my customers fall into the category of no, I know nothing. I see nothing. I just know how to start the game and play the game. I told you when I went to pick up the Xenon I bought, the guy didn't even know how to lift up the lockdown oh. bar and take the glass out. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, that's how you do that. Oh, I've had that before. Right. That's exactly the answer. The, the <laughs> other one I get is like, well, have you ever changed the batteries? Oh, there are batteries in these games? Oh, I'm coming to one of those stories. <laughs> that's a that's actually a pretty funny one in here. Uh, so there's some other stuff. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, this was this this is a great one. I okay. gotta give this person props. Home game room in Sunrise, Florida. I fixed an arcade game for a friend's brother years ago. I found the bad part but didn't have it, so it was true trips to repair. And I charged an incredibly reasonable $75. And the dude who's incredibly wealthy says, 75 bucks, my buddy would have fixed it for free. Oh, then why didn't you call your buddy then? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, he took the punchline. He said <laughs> he called about a year later for a repair, and I told him to have his buddy fix it. Yeah, I would too. Get out of here. <laughs> You know, kick rocks down city blocks, dude. Oh, come on. That's that's a great story. Um, yeah oh god uh, yeah you know i i i get some i get some pretty you know well-off customers doing pretty well and I, i'd say the majority of them they're also pretty generous too you know there are some out there that are are you know loaded you know and, and that kind of thing of uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna come to and, that and, you're you're kind of you're kind of jumping ahead people have all these thoughts or, or this one here how about you know i tell them what it's going to be you know it's, oh well, it's just for my grandkids I don't care who it's for. Do you want it working or not? It's like just for the grandkids. What are you talking about? I'm gonna do it for fifty bucks? Uh, no. So, right. so this one's from Nicholas Tree in Wilkes Grove, Virginia. Check this out. From a pin tech perspective, as a home machine hobby, pinball attracts a huge variety of people: wealthy people, OCD people, addictive personalities, techies, adult juveniles, etc. Mm -hmm. True. Okay. Yep. I knew you would agree with that. Yep. <laughs> this is becoming an easy thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm moving ahead, moving ahead. Oh, this is a great one. This this one's right up your alley. Okay. Trey Bow 69, wherever you're from. 
I show up and I see a mess in a in person, not in the person, in person. Yeah. And tell the people straight up, you don't want me, you don't want to pay me to fix this. This is my estimate, and this is about what the game would be worth in working condition. It's how I got a free hot tip. Ever had that happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had that happen. Yes. Yep. Okay. I have it happen. Yeah. I, I, you you know, had to have. It does. It happens. You know, um, you know, I'm straight with people like that. It's like, you know, it's not worth it, some, some of these games, but a lot of times people say, I don't care because it has a lot of memories for me and I, I don't expect to make money in this. I sell it and make money. This is for uh, posterity and to get passed on to my kids and want to keep in the family. I say, okay, as long as you know that, then we can go forward and so forth, you know. Um, but sometimes they'll say, oh, no, I just want them. I'm just going to, a lot of times they say, well, is, I just want to ask you, is it worth it to fix or should I just sell this game? At that point, it's halfway out the door. They just want to get rid of it. So uh, at that point, if we can come up to a price or whatever, sometimes it's free, sometimes it's minimal, but it, you know, with my space requirements and what I got going on, I'm not paying up for any game unless it's something that I really need, which these days I pretty much have all the titles I need. So, uh, but yeah, that has happened to me before uh, a couple of times. Here's one. Has this ever happened? Has this one ever happened to you? This is Viper 001 from Hamilton, Ohio. The funniest service fall I ever did was for a TV weatherman locally who got my who got my name and called me to fix a Bobby Orr power play. It was in his basement when he bought his house. I I went over to find out. No. He informed me that he had pulled the back glass and saw the batteries dripping acid, so he removed the board and threw it away. Oh, that's a good idea. Yet he failed to mention that fact <laughs> while I was sitting there getting the power switch. Oh, my God. That's a great one. <laughs> wow. And it's not acid, it's alkaline. <laughs> oh, come on. That's that's got to be one of the funniest. That's a good one. It's like, and he's, so he looks at you while you're turning it on, doesn't want to say anything. It's like, you know, maybe, is it like an appendix you don't need? You just take it out and you keep going? Uh, no. Well, no. I think I, did, I told you this story. I don't know if I told the audience. So I, I own an antique car. And under the dashboard, up on, you know, the hump, there's a starter button that you need to depress with your foot while you engage the ignition. So I had my car moved here to Virginia, right? And the guy gets into the seat and he starts moving the key from left to right. And he does it like two or three times and he goes, it won't start. I go, you're an idiot. You have no idea what this car is. Get out. <laughs> Don't sugarcoat it, George. Tell, tell him the real deal. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> You're a dope. You're supposed to be moving my car. You didn't ask. You just looked at me like, I, you know, why isn't it starting? Well, it's like, because you're an idiot. Well, to be fair, I wouldn't say he's ignorant. Maybe not an idiot because you figure, okay, there's a key ignition. Turn the key. I wouldn't. I mean, why? Well, I have a question. Why is there a starter thing? You got to hit the bottom of the thing. Why do they have a double? Why do they do that back in the was car? just. I don't own a vintage military Jeep by Willys or Willis, depending on where you are in the country. Yeah. Um, but my guess is that that was something that was part of that brand 
during the 40s when they were produced. So Ford and GM of that time frame, Cadillac didn't did have that or didn't have that or you don't know. Well, remember, it's a Jeep. You know, a Jeep, Spartan right. Spartan, you know, vehicle. It's not, you know, it's not a Cadillac, it's not a Pontiac, it's not a Buick. So let me so you have to hit the stutter with your foot and turn the key, and the other foot has to pump the gas to get the gas going. No, 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 no. You don't have to pump the gas. I it's, thought on old cars you're always gonna pump the gas a No, not on this one. Oh, okay. All right. So you know. Instead of saying, excuse me, sir, I'm unfamiliar with this vehicle. Might you assist me in the starting procedure so I don't screw up? No, nope, might bold, just jump in there two feet and screw it up. Yeah, I might just say, uh, so I just turned the key, right? <laughs> you know, something like that. No, get out. <laughs> did he screw okay. it up? But he didn't mess the car up, did he? He didn't mess it we're, up. Did we're he? getting to the end of this segment. It's actually quite fun. I'm feeling much better than I did a few minutes ago. Um, this one's from Aquapin in Vancouver, British Columbia. I've been fortunate only to have encountered a few entitlement collectors. Enti like entitled? And their unwarranted arrogance and attitude. Ever had one of those? Hmm, let me think back. Uh... How about Nantucket Boy? Oh, yeah okay yeah all right yes yeah, it's, it's a couple select few sure okay yeah okay yeah all right the good thing you know the thing is though the the a-holes are at a very at a minimum which is nice you know most of the again, and they're usually in one place yeah you know so most of my customers i filter out that crap and i i, I uh i do a little interview session as well just to see what i'm dealing with you know and uh you know, it's a, like like when you go when you go for a job interview, it's a two way street. The place is interviewing you, but you're also interviewing them. Do I want to work here? <laughs> you know, as well as they want to hire you. So it's that kind of deal. It's called fit, right? Yeah. Is there a fit? a fit? Yes. Yes. I read in it, and I can't find it now. Um, and forgive me if I'm saying something that's incorrect, but I thought I read somewhere that in the state of Texas. One has to obtain a coin op. Oh, I saw that. I don't want to work in Texas. <laughs> That's way you figured Texas would be like conservative and like almost like New Hampshire, live free or die, and just kind of. Yeah, nope. I found that Surprised. surprising, but you know what? It takes care of what I said earlier the highwayman, you know, because yeah. it sounded like the guy who was talking about it got pinched. So it gets rid of the riffraff. Well, yeah, I mean, it gives you, I guess, some assurance. I mean, but it sounded like he got pinched, and that's why he was so knowledgeable about the subject. Mm. So that's that's all I have. I mean, unless you have something else to add to it. I thought it was a, uh, a lively discussion. And uh, I'm wondering if I should post on it that I talked about it, but maybe I'll skirt that and just say, let them figure let them find it let somebody broadcast it I, i've got a lot of people that have actually been reaching out to me that said hey i'm listening to your podcast and and, and you know i want to get a game or, or 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 advice on something or a big fan um uh lately been a lot of that it, it's it's pretty cool um got some you know some fan mail and that kind of stuff um, at least you're getting fan mail 
they, I guess they don't know the the email address. <laughs> no, I think they know me too well. I think they're they're afraid I of you, think George. They're afraid of cats. They're afraid, George. <laughs> oh, you know what? I should talk about. I I've lined up a couple of uh, interviews. Um, I think I talked about it in our last uh, our last podcast. Scott up in the Rochester area. Uh, he agreed. Remember you? Oh yeah, yeah. With him out in uh, out yeah. at uh, Pembroke Fest. Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah. yeah, he's got a he's got quite the collection. Um, I don't have it in front of me, and we'll talk about it uh, in a future show. But he's like, yeah, I'll come on. So we got that lined up. What does he Next have? Next month yeah. we'll do our pre fantastic show, which is always a lot of fun. Yeah. I always find it fun. Sure. Oh, I lined up Keith. We haven't set a date yet, but Keith from Pinbrew Fest, he's going to come on and tell us all the new things that are going on at that show. Yeah, so we got can... some things going on. We got we're, we're we're happening. Oh, can I do something? I have run this by you, and you can say no. We're not doing this. All right, go ahead. How about an open casting call for us to do some interviews of people that listen to us at Pintastic? An open casting call, meaning they come like, up. Like, hey, you know, send Dave or send me an email and say, "Hey, I'm X. I want to, I want to come on your show and I want to talk about this." Could be right. interesting. It'd be interesting. And that way, we can kind of and we can kind of vet that and say, "Oh, yeah, that's not going to." You know, we can say, "Will that work? Will that not work?" And we say, "Okay, sounds like a good fit. Go." Yeah, I'd be open to it. I'd be open to see what happens with people. Uh, so, uh, so give your email address because I always forget to give mine. It is Dave at pinballdoctor.com. And that's pinball doctor all spelled out P I N B A L L D O C T O R dot com. Okay. Or me at the classic pinball podcast, numeral one at gmail.com okay so maybe we get maybe we get somebody to come on and uh we'll see you know we're gonna do something that we haven't done before mm -hmm. i mean just like the last show at pintat well that's true i i can't wait to see what they have for uh the lineup at the uh at the tournament there the the attorney lineup because there's, there's certain things that they haven't I haven't seen yet. I'm sure it's always something different. That's what Jim tries to do. Um, different titles. So this certain titles. I mean, if it's going to be this year. He's going to put a certain title up that you haven't seen yet. So it's, it's always kind of cool. So you're going to participate again? Yeah, I'll probably. I'll I'll throw some money at just to kind of, especially if I can get a good classic run out of it, and just to kind of you know play some like that. Because I really liked that thing the other day that you turned me on to the uh, the Twitch feed for that classic tournament out in Wisconsin. Right. That was really good. They had the, every title is like oh, another good one, another good one. All these titles are being played by by some pros. The one I had a problem with, and I actually, um, I no, I mean I was talking to PJ about it, but. You know they had a um, they had a flight two thousand in the lineup that they were playing on, and before that they had the Bobby Earl power play I think and some other stuff and and they were playing decent like they weren't playing you know so fast the ball was like it had like five two by fours in the back you know until they got to flight two thousand that ball came rocketing down that play field so fast 
you could barely make it up the the left spinner lane to go to the top to lock the ball. They couldn't make it up there. I mean, once maybe one in ten shots, you can make it up there. Barely make it up there. You know, uh, it was way too uh, way too steep. So I I was in the chat and I said, hey, that game's way too steep for it to be. And, and someone said back, well, this, these are really good tournament people. You need it super hard for the tournament guys. I go, yeah, I get it, but your other titles there aren't this steep and they're the same things. And in Flight 2000 is no uh pushover anyway it's a tough game anyway to play and well, right and by the time if something doesn't work you can't complete certain actions on the game so you kind of have you know you cut off one of the limbs so to speak and you can't you can't get the you need to get uh there's an there's an o on the game in the lower right uh flipper feed that you can only get by either shotsing it or lucking it over there. If you don't get it, you aren't getting multi-ball and multi-ball is where the money is. So it's hard to get a good score in that game in order, in order to, you have to go up that. There's so many things you got to do in that game. And it, just, it was just ridiculous. So I, I, I told PJ about it because I remember playing this game back in the day at fun and games, same thing. They had the thing jacked up so much in the back the same way. It was not a fun game to play. It was brutal. So we played a couple games of it, and it's like, yeah. So I didn't play a lot of it back in the day, um, but nowadays, now they have a nice, nice playing title with a reasonable slope to it, um, and with the new software that Scott did for the game, it's a fantastic game. I love, I love playing the Flight 2000 now. That's one of their one of the best turns now. I think. I think it's definitely top five, um, along with the other ones. But that was a lot of fun watching. They had so many, uh, so many good titles to uh, watch good people play on. I'm surprised Eric wasn't playing in that one. Maybe uh, he probably has a hard time getting time off. I would, I would bet. I haven't even seen him online. So, but I've, I've been busy. I haven't really. I'm a little light this month, guys. Sorry. We'll, uh, we'll ramp it up next month, and this project here will be done. I'm watching my neighbor's house being completed. They're putting in the septic system today, so I'm becoming a regular contractor watcher. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I need to get some some of your skills about uh, how to pick the right contractor for things and how to, uh, you know, like if I like if I'm going to get a house built or that kind of thing, what the what the things to look for and how to interview these kind of people and how to the pitfalls and so forth of of doing that kind of stuff. You seem like you're well seasoned at this point. I got it's a lot of it is reading people. A lot of it is reading people, and you know, some referrals and just vetting people. It's a uh, I've been fortunate. I'm not going to say lucky. I've been fortunate. I haven't been. I haven't been toasted too many times, which is good. That's cool. I, I'm looking in the background. Is you got a transom window behind you? Is it a transom thing behind you? That uh, doorway thing? No, no, no. I'm in. My, I'm in our pantry. Oh, okay. That's my kitchen. Okay. And I... That's my uh, my slider. Maybe I don't know. I... Okay. Yeah, it's like some that top thing there. Is that what you're looking at? Yeah, the top thing is like a little window thing on the top and the top of that doorway. Oh, yeah, a... oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. In this house, yeah, above all the the doorways and including the slider. Yeah, there's a tr there's a a window above it. A, yeah, yeah know, why? That's that's old school. That's like from the just 20s. just look. It's the way they build the house. It's kind of cool. It's different because back in the day, there's one going into our office. There's this one in our kitchen. And there's one uh, over our uh, doorway uh, going out the slider. Because back in the day, that's how they would get air through all the rooms. Yeah, it doesn't work. It's it's solid. It's it's not a 
it's not a tilted or tilt out. It's just for look. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So maybe it's, that's from something down south, the southern thing, maybe? No, nah, I think it's this builder. This builder does a lot of different things. And, and Janice, I'll bring it up. Folks, you're hearing it first. Janice is like, well, when are they going to come visit? I said, he knows the door is open. He can come whenever he wants. All he's got to do is tell me when. I'm thinking I'm going to try to do something um, like around uh, the Allentown show. Right? Wouldn't that work? Because I think we're already... Janice is the winner. And then she said, yeah. She said that exactly. Yeah, because that makes sense. Because we're going to be, you know, uh, how far are you from... What kind of ride is it from you to Allentown? From your house to my house is 450 miles. That's not the question. Okay, so from here to your place is 450. Right. From Allentown, it's probably three and a half, four hours. Okay. All right, so if I was going a straight shot, I'm going to go eight hours to you driving from here. Close, yeah. Yeah. If if you can get through the Washington traffic, yes. See, that's 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 a long day driving for me. Um, yeah, you you're more of a road warrior that way than I am. I'd I'd say I'm more I'm down for like the the four to five hour drive per day situation. So it's more like I can see like an Allentown thing, and they either before the Allentown thing or after the Allentown thing hitting hitting you, um, and then yeah, you know. Or at Maurice. Those are your buddy in Roanoke, Nick. Right, right. We do the Nick thing. Sure. Yep. If you really, really get ambitious, you could go down to Williamsburg and run and go on some coasters. Yeah. See, that's another thing I want to do is coasters. I want to go to Cedar Point at some point. Um, well, that's the other way. So I know. Wrong direction. Anyway. Let's, yeah. let's let's get back. People don't want to hear about our travels and travails. Right. You're gonna come. We're gonna we're gonna, gonna come in the future. Yeah. I think it's right around the Allentone show at some point. We're gonna we'll come down and we'll uh we'll set up camp at your house for a little, little bit, maybe for I got two months. Uh no, no. We no we'll America's guests. No, we'll be like we, the dog. We have a limit. This is not a hotel. This is not a spa. This is not a vacation. It is not a retreat. I want the spa treatment. Uh, you'll be going down the road. <laughs> yeah. Homie, don't do that. Homie, don't go there. All right. No, no worries. Yeah, we'll figure out okay, something so, like that. So how much time do we have left? And what do you want to do for the rest of the show? Because I don't have anything else. Do you have any stories? Uh, how about your regular segment? Do you have at least one story, even though you were in-house for three weeks? Yeah, true. Uh, well, I do. Uh, let's say I just set up. Well, we got to do the intro. This is Dave's favorite segment. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Well, I will tell you what's up, Doc. Let's see. We have uh, two pickups. Maureen, my lovely assistant, is saying we have two pickups. Yeah, yeah, two pickups. What were the two pickups? Paris and Mr. Chibo. Oh, oh boy. No, those aren't good stories. No. That's going to be late. That's not a good what's up talk. No, we will talk about that too. That That's that's a different story. Okay. Right, Maureen, but I, this is, this is different. So, gosh, 
I am off track. It's like off track betting. Right. That's okay. So anyways, what's up, Doc? Well, let's talk about what's up, Doc. Uh, we just set up a Black Knight in-house to do a restoration on. Uh, this guy was after me for about a, a year or so to get it in here. So it's in here. And, uh, uh, you know, turned it on. It actually sort of worked just from day one. You know, it was doing some weird stuff. And original board set was in it. Um, and But I noticed the right kicker was always kicking on it's like okay well i don't really like to use the original boards anyway in these games they're finicky at best if you rebuild them they're not going to last that long so i'd like to put an andrew board an all-in-one andrew board <laughs> so actually i uh you know who came by recently george was the uh the pickers called me and they came by and uh i've recorded them so so pretty much uh, i'll give you a couple little things what they what they did here if you do a thousand bucks on the machines, I'd do that. Okay, I'll do that. And I and I said, you know, no on that one. It's I'm not doing that. And then, uh, yeah, I know you're at. So basically, when they left, I f you guys, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it sounds like you, I'm rubbing you, off on you. You cheap bastards. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, off the rails already. <laughs> you know, I had to put some comedy in this thing, George. I got to do something. Uh, yeah. I saw that the other day. Maureen's watching the Pickers, and and uh, I heard them doing something. It's like, these guys, just they offer, like, just... They would just come in and insult me. They would come in and insult my intelligence, insult my games, and I'll give you... Right, but then they would cry and say, "Well, we have to make a buck." Oh yeah, yeah. So do I. we have to make a buck by driving it out of here and right. putting the extra price on it and yeah. getting the retail. I just told you it's worth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sounds. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, sounds just because good. you had that big Mercedes Benz van doesn't make you know make you an expert. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Obviously, it makes you more like a moving company. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they should just say. Instead of archaeological, archaeological, whatever they have there, say move, uh, you know, Frank and so and so, Frank and Mike's movers, right? It should do uh, the highway, the highway men. The highway, they are the highway men. They are, they are. I think we're gonna. I think I'm gonna keep that as part of my repertoire. Is yeah. he a highway man? Right. Well, the highwaymen back in the day, they would rob you on the side of the road. They would, uh, you know. Hello. There you go. <laughs> You're in your house now. You're not on the side of the road. Right. They that's make house claws. That's why you you're on the uh, the stagecoach. One guy would ride shotgun because you need the shotgun to stop the highwaymen. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Um, did I do the what's up talk enough? I don't know if that would came out okay or not. Um, what what about the black that I told I just did that one, didn't I? Oh, do it again. Okay. All right. Uh, we got to do take two. I could do a take two. I got two no. minutes. No, no. no. Yeah, but you had you you had you barking in the background though. I was trying to talk over your barking. <laughs> I don't know. I could listen to it and see if it's okay. Um, if you want to do it again, go ahead and I'll yeah, cut out my barking. Yeah, we'll see. I, yeah, I got I got two minutes here. So, all right. So anyway. Uh, 
What's up, Doc? I'll tell you what's up, Doc. Let's talk about a black knight they came in for restoration. The guy was after him for about a year or so to get it in here, finally picked it up, set it up, and uh, it actually sort of worked. The original board set, some battery damage, so forth. Uh, right kicker always stuck on. It's like, okay, well, I could fix that, but I really want to put in a new board. So Andrew makes a nice new all-in-one board for these games. Put that in there, turn it on. Everything worked great. The, the, the weird sound was gone. It had some weird sound thing going on. Kicker still stuck on. It's like, what's going on? The guy always had some weird wiring going on. He, the, the previous tech rewired the thing the wrong way. The wires were in the wrong section. It's like, okay, I got to fix that. So I rewired it the right way. Looked in the schematic, rewired about two different connectors. Now it's, okay, now it's going to be good. Thing still stuck on. Okay, maybe I wrecked Andrew's board. Took Andrew's board out, put another Andrew's board in there. Turn it on again. Kicker still stuck on. It's like, okay, it's not the board, not the connectors. Let's see what else. I said, okay, well, there's some little switches, switches in here for the kickers, and there's a capacitor and a resistor in each one of these. And let's see, let me ohm it out. This capacitor is giving 200 ohms. The other capacitors in the game are giving no ohms. Partially shorted capacitor. Put a new capacitor in there, fix the switch, no more stuck on kicker. So that was cool. So now this game is about ready to do the rest of the restoration, but I fixed all You get a lot of those. That's a, that's a really collectible game. Yeah, and I have another one that's going to be for sale, too, down the road. I have one that I, I got off a customer that I'm going to be uh, restoring and selling down the road, as well as a Gorgar. I have that, too. And I got we'll, we'll come back for a part three, because I got to tell about the experience of the Centaur pickup and the Spirit of 76. That oh, no, they finally came? Oh, yeah. But we only have only one minute left on this segment, so it'll be a, a, a cliffhanger again, or less than a minute. So I can tell you that story. That story didn't really go too well. So how does that look? That looks great, but we need to uh, finish the story. Okay. Before we get to some gameplay on Dracula. All right. So tell me your centaur story. Oh, yeah. Well, there's there's three pickup stories. One of them went really well. The other two hmm, could be better. So centaur. So as we all know, uh, with the soap opera, three about three years had it, got all restored, looking great, better, best centaur ever look looked or played. The guy originally contracted me said, I want this to be your creme de la creme, your Cadillac, your I want this to be your best work ever and be put on your website and blah 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 blah. So okay, so spare no expense, went crazy on it. Uh and told him, you know, when I was really getting into it, you know, what it was kind of kind of be around. And he got a little bit of a sticker shock at that point, but you know, still, you know, he's still ready to play. It's like, okay. Kept going on it. And and then he kept saying, you know, he's gonna pick it up. It was done in July. He was gonna pick it up in October. Then he he hurt himself and got a broken arm and whatever. Say, okay, well, I can pick it up in March and go, well, it's a lot of time I'm holding this game on. You know, there's going to be some storage on top of it now. And plus, I, I'm working on other, you know, it's, it's, so basically, it counted to be a good, good amount of dough. So uh, he came up, so well, I'm going to come up there right away. I'm not going to wait till March because, you know, I, I want to get it out of your way and, you know, I don't want to incur more storage fees. It's like, okay, great. Come on up. So he said, I, I blew off my, my appointment for my uh 
uh, re- re- rehab appointment for my arm just to come up. Say, okay, great. You know, drove all the way from Maryland. Uh, say at his friend's house up in North and then came down here the next day and, uh, you know, came in and, you know, everything's fine. He had a, he had a U-Haul in the back of his, you know, they brought with him and, uh, looked at the game and said, okay. And he asked me, well, can you show me around? So I showed him the board, I showed him this, I showed him everything he did to it and all the stuff. And, you know, he never really said, oh, it looks great. Ooh, ah, it was never, never one of those. He was never like blown away, which is kind of weird, you know? And then I said, uh, okay, do you want, you know, want you want to play a game? He goes, no, no, I'm all set. Don't you want to play a ball? No, no, I just want to pack up and go. He didn't want to even play the game. He didn't play the game. Very strange. You're going to spend all this money and all this time before it packs away. You're not going to, oh, no, no, but, but let's just spend some time on, you know, m- mark the connectors to know how to connect it back up and this and that. So I'm doing all this stuff and then, um, you know, taking the game apart and, blanket wrapping it shrink wrapping it spending half a day in this thing with this guy he's getting it all mummified for the trip home right put it in his thing put it in his car packed it all away he locks it in there puts a lock on the back of the u-haul and mind you there's a very important feature that hasn't been discussed yet or brought forward where where is the money now, yeah, I would not have let that happen, but go ahead. Yeah, I know, George. See, see, George, you know what? I am too trusting. I am too trusting, and I make assumptions, which I shouldn't. And it's like, I just don't realize there's, there's jerks out there that do crappy stuff. So um, what I should have done, it's like when he looked at the game, it's like, okay, yeah, well, here's the here's the bill. Let's uh, pay on this, and we'll get this thing packed up for you. I didn't do that. So we came back. Okay, let's talk money. Came back in. And I, and, he, and I said, well, it's this. He goes, oh, well, no, I've been out of work. You know, he sells beachfront property in Maryland. You know, he's a real estate agent. He does pretty well for himself. But he's been out of work for six months with his arm. But I had to sell stuff to more to get some money for you and this and that. So, so I have uh, I have three quarters of what you want. But I, just, but I want you to be happy with it. I want you to be, it's like, well, I'm not happy with that, really, but... If that's what you got, you got me over a barrel right here. And, uh, you know, so wrote me a check for the amount. And meanwhile, he's got the super duper glass on the game too. The $300 piece of glasses on his game. And then he said, oh, well, I, I just want to leave on good terms. I go, well, whatever, whatever, dude, you know, it's like the, the price was this, but you only give me this. Okay. But whatever, you know, don't ever call me again. Done. I'm not doing any tech support, nothing. Uh, we're, we're done. You don't screw me like that. So, uh, he took off. Then he called me up about five minutes later. Oh, I forgot the I forgot the balls. Uh, you got chutzpah, dude. You know. So he wants the. So I he came back and I give him. Oh, the, you didn't say you got balls. No, I didn't oh, say. No, that. no, you don't have any. You don't have any ball. Yeah, you know, you know, you go get your own balls. You you have money now to go find some. But it's like no. Meanwhile, I have his check because I don't want him freaking bounce a check on me, right? So it's like, well, I'm still going to be nice to him. So I gave him the freaking balls. And then tell I me said, the check bounced. No, it did not. Oh, it did okay. not. Well, you got to people were saying to me too, once you're going to bounce, like, well, if the guy's going to screw me that bad, he would have given me everything I wanted and a check and then bounce it later. Why get me down? That's true. That's, that's true. That's true. Right. I, I agree with that. He already screwed me once. Why screw me a couple of times? Right. Well, maybe he likes screwing people. Yeah. I think he does. Well, he's a real estate agent. So, you know, there's some good ones and bad ones out there. So, uh, so yeah. So uh, I said, listen, you know, you have the really nice, you know, $350 glass on the game. 
uh, or, or 400, what I said, $400, whatever on the game, you know, it'd be nice when you uh, get some funds and maybe you could send me a check for at least that. Cause I could, I would have swapped that. I would have put a different glass in the game. If I knew right, you, you wouldn't have put it in there if you knew. No, you were no, exactly. I would have taken, you know, so I think that's what he knew was going to happen. If he, if he played this game before we packed the thing away, that's why he, he knew he was smart. He knew what he was doing. He's smart and devious. He's devious, not smart, devious. So what was the other? What was the other pickup? The other that one didn't oh, go so good. Now, now we got another. See, assumption is the mother of all f ups, and I assumed I should never assume. I, I learned twice in a row I got screwed. So that spirit of seventy six I worked on, right? Remember, it was stinky. I had Stu and Benny kind of doing right. work on it for me, and had to do the ozone machine on it, and blah blah. blah. Right, our last show. Yeah, last show. So I did all you know, looking great, working great, and so the guy said. Uh, I called the guy up and it's and oh, I texted him and said, "Hey, your game's ready." Here's in, but he never got back. He, when I sent this guy pictures of the game, video game, he never said, "Oh, it looks great." He never, he never gave it oohs and ahs as well, which I was found was, was strange. When I show customers my the games that are done, usually I get accolades, kudos, you know, because it looks gorgeous and it plays nice, and I'm showing them everything. I got nothing on this guy's, which I thought was weird. So, um, so he gave me a call. He said, oh, Dr. D, oh, great. You know, I, I can bring cash. You know, what, what do I owe you? What's the bill come to? So I told him. He goes, what? Oh, no, no. I, I was I was expecting to pay one quarter of that. When we last talked. And I, talk you know what I would have done? What? I would have hung up the phone and said, it's my game until I get X. Well. You have the game. I mean, I know. you're probably not going to be able to get what you put into it, but you got the game. Yeah, this guy, he, I don't know, he's kind of well, heavy. Unless you think he's going to come and burn your house down or yeah, something. Yeah, he, he's kind of heavy hitter. He's kind of a guy that's mentioned me before. Oh, I have a bunch of lawyers. I, I sue a lot of people. He's mentioned stuff like that. He's got money. He rolled up in a brand new Corvette. And he has a whole state. you use that against them? I kind of, I kind of said, dude, you, you, you know, you, you're going away on vacation all the time overseas and stuff. It's like, what's going, you know, you don't. Oh, wanna... No, this is, oh, that's right. This is the guy who was in France. Yeah, yeah, five times a year. Yeah. So it's like, hey. dude, what, ooh la la, dude, come on. Yeah, not ooh la la. Yeah, no ooh la la. Ooh la la. Yeah, moo la la, moo la. Yeah, where's the moo la? So uh, he said, oh, I can't do that. It's like, well, let me, uh, I just talked to my guy who's a multimillionaire and he wouldn't want to, he doesn't want to buy it either for the price. And I go, it's not a lot of money for this game. I said, you see, these things go for a restored version of this game goes for this price. They, they go anywhere between four and $6,000 for a restored uh, Spirit of 76. And this one is qualifies as that. He wanted to spend like about 1500 bucks. It ain't, ain't going to happen. So uh, you got two stinkers. So so it was probably good that we went through that liability and responsibility. Oh yeah, there, yeah. Oh yeah. There's yeah. so so basically so long story short on some similarities. You no, know, there were. Oh, any any tech that does this for a long time, you're gonna get some of this crap. And I'm glad I got two in a row, so I should be good for a while. Usually what happens is that you gotta get the, you get the crappy stuff, you gotta have the rain to appreciate the sunshine. So hopefully now we get some sunshiny days ahead. So um so I said, well, what can, you know, what can you get for it? It's like, well, I can try to contact my different people. But now I got to try to sell this game. And it's like, you know, to get the money back out of it. And 
Right. Why well, couldn't this have happened two years ago when somebody would have sucked it up in a second? Now you've got, you know, uh, an economy that's, you know, less than that. And, you know, are you going to find somebody? I mean, well, we talked about I'm, this in the last show, Dave. There's stuff, people are selling a lot of stuff and there's some bargains out there if you sift through the bin. Yeah, but I, I have a different market. The, my restoration market for my uh People that want games from me, they're, they're willing to step up most of the time and, and pay. So a friend of mine, um, Keith, who just started getting the pinball because I had him over a couple of times and he's, you know, he's got some dough. He's 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 refurbing his whole house and he was making a game room and he was never into pinball until I showed him a couple of things. And he actually showed up to Pintastic last year and loved it. And he's going to go to Pintastic again this year because it's part of his birthday, birthday party for himself. He's going to invite people to come to the you know, fantastic with him and, and me as well being there. And he wants to play more games and he wants to have like three pinball machines. He wants to, you know, either buy one there or have me go through one or whatever. So, and he likes the old chime games, you know, and EM. So I said, Keith, this just became available. I'll give you a good price on it. So basically I really wanted like, you know, like I wanted 5,200 bucks for the game. That's what I wanted all said and done. Right. But you should give him a deal. And I say, don't believe hey, me. This is what, this is what believe I was me. able, I would do it for four grand. And well, say, exactly. This is what I got e for your game. E Here's what you get. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's okay, what I did. Georgie, so, so, so what I did, so what I did is I said, you know, first of all, the guy with the owned the game said, well, just give me, just give me 500 bucks for the game, you know? So I said, okay, as long, I'll give you that. As long as I can make some money back on my side and, and become kind of whole, fine. So I found Keith. I said, Keith, I'm going to give you a deal in the game. I'll, I'll, I'll do it for 4500 bucks, And basically, I'm taking the 500 of that, paying this guy off, and I got four grand out of it. So for my time and all the parts and everything else, I, I did okay. You know, I didn't do awesome, but I did okay. I'm going to I'm gonna be okay with it. But hey, this, if, you didn't lose, if you didn't lose, you know... Sometimes you, you can't win them all. You can't. I you mean, can't. sometimes you just, you try, but it yep, seems sometimes like everybody's you, got a story. Yep, everybody's got, got a story. Because it's, you're dealing with the, after all, you're dealing with the public. So the public's not perfect. You're going to, you're going to, you can try to do what you can to mitigate, you know, jerkos, but you're going to get some jerkos. So those are the two jerkos. And uh, that's how that goes. So at least Centaur's out of here. I put nothing in its space so far. I got, I got four games upstairs, not the fifth one for Centaur. I was going to put some up there, but it's like, uh, I'll use the extra room up there. I don't need to cram the games up there. And um, and the Spirit of 76, I, moth I mothballed that, wrapped it all up, ready to go to Keith's house when he's ready for it in April. And he's going to pay me on that. Um, I have another guy interested, actually, from um, Amherst that now called me up. Wants, he wants a couple older games. And I think he's, I told him what they go for. And he wants an EM. So he might pay me what I want for the EM. So basically, I'm going to, if he does, I'm keeping him on the hook. I'm, I'm going to say to Keith, Keith, I want to make sure that you really want this game. You're not just buying because I need you to buy it of me, but you really want it because I do have somebody that will buy it for better money. But um, it's going to be yours if you want it because I made you the offer first, and you know you're my first guy. Right. You know, but if you if you want to pass on it, let me know because I got a guy that will pay me more money for it and it'll go somewhere else. So I kind of have that feel sort of brewing in the background. Uh, but that's the story. That's the sob story with those two games. That was kind of then. I, so now I'll give you, the, you know, game three. Now it turns around to a nice story. So um, Grand Prix. That game came out great. In fact, uh, you'll get to hear uh, 
uh, I think Bammy's bonus feature, uh, hopefully coming up, I'm going to, I have some really cool gameplay, a really cool night of pinball I had with uh, Jeff, PJ, Bob, and I on a Saturday night, full moon. We played a night of pinball. I had some great tunes going. We had some good repartee back and forth, good play, good kind of, it's basically a really good slice of an arcade experience of four good guys playing pinball and having a blast. And you get to live vicariously for a couple minutes playing a couple games, uh, especially Grand Prix, Bow and Arrow, and a couple others in there. And it was some it's some really nice moments in time that I captured audio uh, that I think would be great to put in in the podcast here and there, sprinkle it in, because I think the, I think the uh, audience would like it. So, can, I, uh, can I tell you something? I'm sitting here laughing to myself because of the screen. I think you should do for your next uh, broadcast on yeah. uh, online. Yeah, YouTube. Exactly what you're doing with your hands in front of the play field and not show your body. And just keep talking through the game like you are. It's pretty, it's interesting to watch. Okay. <laughs> really? Okay. I don't, like I, I don't know what, I, I remember seeing it on TV somewhere and it's just funny to watch. I mean, if you use certain hand gestures while you're playing or explaining the game, yeah, it's kind of funny. Okay, interesting. It's odd. All right. Well, pinball is... Anyway, let's get to the gameplay. Everybody's hung on this long to our long... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before the gameplay, I, I, one more thing, sir. I want to take the, the two bad lemons, and I'm going to make some lemonade with game three, the Grand Prix. Call that guy. Your game's ready. Uh, okay. And, and, I, and I get to the, and he said, oh, the game came out great. He loved it. He saw the video, the pictures. Oh, awesome. You know, what I owe you? It's like, well... We went a little, I went a little bit over, probably a couple hundred dollars over what the budget was. I hope you don't mind. He says, oh, no, that's fine. So he was totally cool with paying over budget. He saw how nice it came out. He came by, paid for it, loved playing and appreciated it, took it back home. Um, he, he was going to put, he said, well, should I put the ball in my pocket? No, I'll wrap the ball up with the other stuff. What did I do? He took the game home. I found the ball in my pocket. And it's like, uh, dude, I have the ball for your game. Uh, I'm gonna so I got so I sent it to him. So what I did I sent him a care package with the ball and also a bunch of bulbs, extra bulbs for the game too, to give a little here, here's some bulbs for your game. So he was happy. So that was like he paid me what I want, what I wanted for what I needed for the game. He's happy with the game, he loves playing it, it's a great memory for him and his family. So that's you know, at least we ended on a good note with those three games. That was the good note at the end. So that's that's the uh, tales of woe and tales of success on those three the, the trilogy. So uh, on to Brandon's okay. Give me a, give me the quick overview of the features of this game. Okay, so start from the top and work your way down. All right, so if you three go lanes, up, you got you got like yeah, you got three lanes to shoot for. You got your left big big ramp on the left, uh, big loop ramp that comes down and feeds your right flipper. You have the middle right ramp that. Uh, goes up and around and feeds your left flipper you do that enough times the left ramp flips up and you shoot under the ramp and it goes into a vertical up kick into the coffin and it locks ball one the ball spits out of there goes in the pop bumper nest keep doing that and you'll get coffin multi-ball uh go the right up the right lane all the way around the orbit there you do it enough times you'll spell video for video mode 
and it'll it keeps the drop target in the back keeps hitting the drop target once and then once you do video mode the drop target falls down you go in where the where the freaking bubble wrap was <laughs> that's not there anymore that goes in there and it comes into this video mode where you're actually going to hunt werewolves these werewolves that are coming at you and you and you use left flipper right flipper to shoot a gun back and forth you know boom 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 right i had it on like regular mode i put it on hard mode it was too easy for me. I kept winning it. So now it's like more wolves come out. So it's tougher to shoot them all. Um, so that's that one. Uh, you qualify missed multi-ball by... <clears throat> it slips my mind at the moment how to get missed multi-ball. But uh, oh, no, left ramp, shots, light, left tunnel, uh, shoot tunnel to release missed. Okay. So we want to go left ramp shots a bunch of times. It makes the missed uh light come on for the hole in the uh, upper left shoot that and then the ball starts walking across the play field here and you have to shoot the ball dislodge it there's a beam of uh a beam of light across here that when you when it when that ball um gets out of the beam it knows that you knocked the ball off the off the track and it knows that you you uh you engage are you going to be able to demonstrate this uh yeah i'm hoping so yeah i should be able to uh let's see you're trying when you um the drop tire the uh stand-ups in the center and the stand-ups in the left you got two yellow ones and a middle red one you got to hit two yellow ones first then the middle one lights up once you get the middle one the red target it lights a castle lock in the center and the ones on the left i don't remember what they do do <laughs> they do something similar it might be it might be another castle lock, I think, but I'm not sure. I think it does. Um, what else does this thing do? I think I think that's about it. You, and just keep getting multi balls. You spell uh, you can spell Dracula here uh, in the center. How do you spell Dracula? Uh, lock three balls in coffin. Coffin shots. Coffin shots spots letters. Spell Dracula for jackpot. So where are the letters? Coffin multi-ball, right in the center there, DR, right there. So that's kind of tough because you have to go lock three balls in the coffin, then keep hitting keep hitting that same shot, that under that ramp shot, keep going for the coffin all the time while you're doing multi-ball. So what you want to do is you want to hold the ball while you're getting the ramp shot so you don't lose, so you're keeping multi-ball in action. I have to see somebody who actually knows how to play this game because it looks like Looks like it could be okay. Looks like it'd be fun. It's a fun little player. I, I I come down. I actually enjoy playing this game. Uh, I've actually stopped playing my Battle Zone for a while, and I'm actually uh, playing more pinball playtesting because I got to get the playtesting done in order to make sure it's good to go. No, well, uh, it's also a game you haven't had in your collection, so yeah, it's got to so, be fun. I mean, rotating so games in and out of your collection. I hear there's some people out there that are, you know, they continue to buy all these new Sterns. They take the hit. And they move to the next one. I mean, must be nice. You know, take a one, you know, $1,500, $2,000 hit on a game and then buy the next one. No, thanks. I, I, I don't get it. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I As you know, I'm, I'm all done with the new Stern experience. I'll play them, but I don't need to own one. I, I uh, too much delay of game for me. Too many, too much graphics in the back glass and, you know, uh, video mode, all that stuff. So anyway. Okay. Spark it up. Let's see. Uh, let's see what this thing can do. Let's see what you got, Mister Bram, Mister Stoker. Stroker. No, it's Stoker, not Stoker. I know what it is. <laughs> I had, I, I, had a, I had a coach, a football coach in high school. His name was Jack 
stroker. Wow. Boy, his parents must have hated him. That's, but you know what? You would never make fun of his name because he would. Well, he had to he be tough. You for, he, he would eat you for lunch. I bet he, he had to be tough with that game like that. The uh, the rumor has it the guy who made this game, um, Osler, uh, when he made this game, he was really stoked to make it. If you, oh boy, okay, oh. so there you go. <laughs> Don't quit your day job. <laughs> Here we go. Launch the ball. Love never dies. It just smells funny. That's what it says here. <laughs> okay, show me how this is done. See if I can aim. Okay, hey, first thing I see first thing I see is Dave's game plays a hell of a lot better than that two minute video I saw on on uh, online. That game was moving at a snail's pace. Oh yeah? Oh yeah. It's like two or three minutes. Just put in, you know, Dracula. You'll find it. It's uh he gave it's, the game an eight point six. It's all 10. in the setup. It's all in the setup and optimization. Well, I can already tell that your game plays a hell of a lot better. Hey, thanks, George. Well, it doesn't take much. I mean, you uh, you know how to optimize, as they say, or yes, as you said. Exactly. It's all about optimization. Get, okay, knowing how to so, play the game. So we have so, no, you know we have no audio, right? You know what? So your game is not saying anything right now. Oh, is it because of the way you have the settings on oh, this game? Oh, damn it. There. Oh, now. there you go. Wow. Well, that's freaking Zoom. Should I start <laughs> over? You didn't hear my bell either, right? Of course not. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so annoying. And you wonder why people listen to us. Oh, we are God. just... We are, we, we are uh, the coin of phrase, the hot mess. We are just... All right. You know what? I'm, I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to... Let's You're try doing a restart again. I, I'm going to restart. This F this. You know, freaking Zoom. All right, anyway. So this is Bram Stoker's Dracula. And we're going to give it a play test here. And uh, the rumor has it Barry Elzler made this game, and he was super stoked to make it, George. Super stoked. Oh, Bram Stoker's. You know, I'm going to include the, the gap. I, I'm not editing. <laughs> You're going to hear the whole thing. <laughs> oh, it's ugly. Well, here we go. Yeah, we... We have warts and all. We'll continue to do this show. Can you hear this now? Yes, of course I can. Is it loud enough, the game? Not really. All right. How's that? Better. All right. Here we go. Launching ball. Love never dies. It smells funny. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, a backhand almost. Let's see if I can do as well as the first game. Do they have any cheesy stuff in here? Like, I bought the sauce, you blow. You got anything like that in here? No, not really. I mean, well, except when the girl goes, oh. Yeah, that's kind of stupid, but. Oh, expected. There he goes. Okay, so oh. is attempting to. Okay, so you got to do. See, this is this repetitive same shot stuff, but I get it. Yeah, same. Well, it's a ramp game. Hit the ramp. No, I know. I know. I know. Oh, those those lightning flippers. See how wide? It's like a Gottlieb. See how wide that is? It's like playing a Gottlieb. Yeah, it's not too bad. No, that's wide. That's like a Gottlieb EM. That's what makes this game fun, though. Very challenging because of those lightning flippers. 
Oh, come on, make the damn thing. I find that I hear this music in my sleep, though. Whap, whap, whap. He's Dracula. Say it right, dude. Ooh, Castle Lock 1. Now, 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 was there a movie associated with this? Yes, there was. This game came out? Yes, it was uh, the, the guy uh, Keanu Reeves was in it. Uh, Winona Ryder. Have and, you ever seen the movie? Nah. And uh, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> we are working. No. You know Wait, was Anthony either. Hopkins in this we film? No. We, we do no research, none. That's what makes our show endearing. <laughs> The frickin' train wreck is train right or there. train wreck, depending on your your view. Oh, did you see that on, on on the news this morning? I guess it happened in I don't know last year. Amazon driver got stuck with his van on a uh, train track. Okay. And he had his video on. I guess they have a video camera in the truck. Yeah. It, he's sitting there, and it took the back half of the truck right behind his seat. The train just went right through it, and you're watching as it's recording the train passing by in the background. Wow! And he was yeah, fine. Look that one up. That's pretty good. I like that. I got nothing, not a scratch on him. I'll watch that. I'll definitely watch that. It sounds very entertaining. So, so far, um, not a lot of action on this dude. Well. There is once I once I can lock a ball here. Hmm. There is no life in this body. Ten million. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. Twenty million. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. It's been called. It's been called uh, Count Chocula or, or the or the Count from Sesame Street. I want to rethink him from the Count from Sesame Street. He's the Count. He counts mm. things. Yeah, I don't know. This yeah. Game's... Don't like it? Uh, I'm I'm not really liking this game right now. Oh, here we go. Here comes the coffin multiball thing. Oh, almost got it. So what are you trying to do? Oh, try not to lose the ball. I'm trying to go up there. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to go right in that, right under the ramp there. It's going to be coffin multiball. Mm. Well, I got missed lit. Okay, so I got to go in that hole. Yeah, so... See that little flashy okay, yellow so got thing? All three lanes. I got three lanes. There you go. Oh, easy, girl. All right, so I'm gonna okay. go under the rampy thing. Nope. Do better. Ugh. I just need to aim. Ugh. Nope. I think I'm gonna go have to watch uh, my ex neighbor play this game. Yeah, I probably. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he's got a video. I'm sure he does. Well, that was very lackluster. No multi-ball, no nothing. Oh, I got my name in there, though. Yeah. Not that proud of it, but... I'm, I, this, is, this is an episode where I wish I was there playing the game with you. This is... Mm, underwhelming. Well, let me try again. <laughs> Let's see if I can get a multi-ball. I can get the mist. I need to get the mist multi. I think, I think. I think when we do these episodes, maybe we should find ourselves an expert who actually knows how to play the game. Like one of our, 
Well, I can play what? our listeners, you know, hey, you know, I can play special guests when we do one of these games because we don't know anything about them. Well, I can actually, I, I know the game, I just, uh, you know, <laughs> just can't really play today. <laughs> I just can't make my shots, that's all. Look, he plays really nice, that's one thing I will say. It plays well, it's clean, it plays well. Spent a bunch of time on it. There we go. Okay, we got in the hole. But it's not lit for uh, mist yet. Play Misty for me. So you have to go up the ramp a bunch of times. You can hit that shot. You're pretty good at that shot. Oh, there's a diverter in this game too, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Yep. That thing was a pain in the ass too to get that just right. Boy, what kind of mech is that? Uh, it wasn't, it kept trapping the ball up there. No, but I mean, is it, uh... Goes up and down. Is it a coil, or is, you know, how, uh, does, it, how does it go back and forth? Well, it's, it's a coil that goes up and down and diverts. Oh, it's a mislit. Like so what, it energize, and then when it doesn't, it de-energizes? Yeah. Okay. Yep, energize and not energize. Ugh, so irritating. I have mislit right now. Ball three coming up. I, I I think if this game happens to be at fantastic, this might be something we you know, we'll be able to hear. Anything. Yeah, we That's should. Problem. All right, feed my flipper. You know, we can't go and play it because it'll sound like you know you're in the middle of an arcade. They'll never even hear us. Probably. You know how loud it is there. Very loud. Oh, come on, baby. Oh, I backhanded it. Except to go hit the hole. Hit the hole for miss, you son of a bitch. Come on. Did I did I ask you if you ever if you ever watched that movie <sighs> Labyrinth? Darn it. No, I never seen it. Somebody got the game and they were talking about the munchkins or whatever those things are that are on top of the top of the game, those Muppet things. Okay. I guess they jabber. You can set the setting to how much you want them to jabber. Okay. And? I just, I think I would find it annoying if the thing at 100% was talking all the time to you. You know, there should be a pause. And, oh, so you put the glass on, but now you got to put something on the You're going to show me this multi-ball thing? I'm going to try if I can even do it by cheating. <laughs> Remember I said that maybe you should do a video with your hands? Maybe this is the video. This is the one. All right, here we go. Here it comes with mist. There. All right, here it is. All right, here's the ball. I hit the ball. Here we go. Ten million! Ha 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 ha! Twenty million! Two ball multi ball. And there goes that multi ball. There goes that, and they're all done. It's a tough game. Wait a second. I thought the ball was supposed to go across the play field. It did. Did you see it? No. Yeah. It was going right here. No, I never saw it. Oh, hold on. I'll show you. 
Yeah, I need that. Okay, so you keep hitting that left ramp. Okay. Because that'll qualify missed if I can get the freaking thing. <laughs> okay. God, you got to hit that ramp a load of time. I think every, I think this the second time you get missed, it's it's tougher. You got to shoot it more times. Come on. Up there, you son of a son of a gun. If only you could aim. There's a lock. Okay. Oh, there it is. Okay, missed. Okay. All right. There. Okay, I'll let I'll let the ball go across. Mystery. Yeah. And give me the mist. Oh, there, it is. there it goes. Oh, you get hit before it goes. I missed it. Now, if I miss it, it goes back in its little home over there. And you didn't think. Whoa. So I read that this was done on an EM prior to this. Do you know the name of the game? An EM did this game? Yeah, did that Miss Multiball thing, the travel across the place. No. Are you familiar with a game by Sega called Galaxy? No. Okay. I'm not either. So his coffin multiball. Oh, there we got four balls out. Yeah, a lot more action now. I just spelled some letters. Now, if I go over here, oh, no, no Aha! There you go. Blood is a most precious time. Okay, I'm. Uh, I gotta play this game. It, uh, it didn't translate very well on the screen to me. And over here, the skill shot is. When the see the face is moving around, you want to time it so when the the ball it hits a drop target at the top when the center face is on, I think it's like five million. I think you wait until it's on. Oh, you're talking on the uh, on back, the LCD. Back, yeah. Let's see, did I get it? I got four million. So I got the center I got the center face. So I timed it just right. Ah. I get the appeal. Now what the other mod I'm gonna do in this game? I'll put a. Uh, I'm gonna put Billy Baldwin's face on Dracula's face. I wonder that. Put Billy Baldwin up there. What do you think? I saw that at a tournament at. Uh, Why? At Pinfest. Oh, because no one likes Billy Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> He's a blood-sucking pain in the neck. There you go. <laughs> Actually, working this game is kind of a pain in the neck. Get it? Pain in the neck. All right, good. Oh boy. Okay. Are you done? I think I'm done. Okay. I think we're. Done. Our love, to, uh, our love is stronger than pride. I'm, I'm going to leave our audience with this. Having lived in New England for the last 30-something years, I'm watering my lawn in February. Wow. Does that seem odd to you? It's very odd. 
It's very weird. Well, if you want your sod to live, you need to water it. Someone call you a poor sod for doing it so early, George. I thought you were going to call me water boy, but either one would work. <laughs> Thank you. Isn't that from uh, Aqualung? Uh, you poor old sod. Do, 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 do. Yeah, no? it could be. It could be. It's kind of, he's English. He made like an English statement there. Right. Well, anyway. Got anything else? I'm uh, ready to call it quits. Yeah, I'll give you a, uh, a brief. Oh, I got one more thing. I'm sure you heard the rumor. August is having a little trouble getting oh, out yeah. their latest game. Yes. And I'm feeling pretty good about it because I think my game became more valuable. Yeah. <laughs> this is a quick preview of the Black Knight here. Is the what's, that big, what's that big blue thing? I probably asked you this already. Is that a cap in the bottom right? Oh, no, big, the cabinet. Big cap. The back box. Yeah. That thing's gigantic. Yeah, that is for lamp voltage. For some reason, they use that. Um, <laughs> never really goes bad. I mean, I've only had one go bad once, but uh, this guy Incognito made a replacement for it because you really can't. If you get those, are expensive. He has like you use two smaller caps and a whole other thing. You take that out and put something else instead. You get rid of the it two. Like a big, it looks like a big boy can of beer. It kind of. George, you're always thinking beer over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's becoming that time it's been kind of a, a trying day before i got to you let's just oh, okay wow people, people not paying attention i don't like when people don't pay attention mm. well if they don't pay attention they will pay is that the kind of situation <laughs> no 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 it's just you know i don't like to repeat myself multiple times oh same yeah thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's called paying attention. Right. Got it. And uh, I think by my demeanor, you could probably imagine it's not a good scene when I get frustrated. So leave it at that. Okay. I, I'm gotcha. having a much better time now. That's good. You've elevated my uh, attitude for the day. How's that? Nice. Nice. Me, me and Dracula. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's going to be interesting to listen to this back uh, after you've played the game, but everybody always wants us to hear it. I'm glad we did it at the end of the podcast, but we've got your feature coming up. My feature? Bonus feature? Yes, bonus feature, yes. You've already pitched it, so I think we can end here. Next month, as I said, we're going to do, as we've done every year, the Pintastic Preview. That should always be interesting. You never know what we're going to say there. I could yeah. be benevolent and invite people on, but I'm not, so <laughs> leave it at that. Are you going to... Um, uh, is a list out there yet? Do you see a list of games you said? I haven't, I haven't looked. Dave, I've been so preoccupied. Literally, my existence has been watching my contractors so that they don't make a mistake. Or do something that I don't want. And that's been my television for about two or three weeks. Oh, wow. Right. Everybody's making fun of me. All my longtime friends, longer than you, even though you're at 20-something, guys I went to college with, they're just giving me crap. They're like, oh, we know what you're doing. 
Yeah, because if, so, if you don't, if you don't watch them, chances are they will mess up and say, "Why'd you do it?" Well, oh, I've caught, I've caught a whole handful of things. Trust me. And you know, Janice is like, "Well, I go, I'm watching. Just relax. I know when to pull the trigger and say something. Just, I, I'm having walls put in, as you saw in that picture. I had them rip a wall out. Okay. Okay. Yep. I had them rip the wall out because it wouldn't meet code. I'm like. No, wrong. Rip it out. So, yeah. Oh, you know that's what? Kind they... of been, that's kind of been my couple weeks. So I haven't paid a lot of attention to pinball. I promise in the next show I will. I think we should end it there unless you have one more thing. Yeah, I do. I got some stuff. So I'm actually, speaking of Silver, silver Ball Rumble tournament games, I have a list of the tournament games, which is Oh, cool. you went out and looked. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So we got Barracora. Fun, it's a fun Williams game from, from 81. We got Bow and Arrow, which I guess they started repeating games because I know they had Bow and Arrow before in the lineup. Uh, I remember couple, that game, too, because years ago. I always think you're a really nice game. We, we, we shouldn't do a lot of commentary. Just kind of go through the list. Yeah, sure. Uh, Congo. Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. All right. I like that. Meteor. Cool. Uh, Pinball by Stern. That's fun. A pinbot, yeah, it's okay. Rack them up. Uh, not one of my favorite Gottlieb games from that time frame. It made during the Gottlieb where pinball was dying. A Pulp Fiction. Oh, they got a stars in there too. So, so are you going to participate in this? So we'll, we're going to leave our audience hang for uh, a month. And uh, are you uh, going to step up and play in this thing? Because there's some games in there that you're familiar with. This seems to be in your wheelhouse. There are. They're, they got a, a Stern Viper. I like that. I'd play that. I'd play Stars. I'd play Pinball. More importantly, are we going to see uh, our good friend uh, Eric? Oh, I'm sure. If there's, uh, if there's points to be had, money to be had, he'll be there. Okay. If he can get the time off. He's got, he's got a situation with his... Uh, yeah, no, we, we, we've gone through with, yeah, the, he's with, got a problem with, with the TV station. He's doing weekends, so it's tough for him to get away. I get it. Yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, I think I think that's it. Just uh, I think the, everybody's going to be, be uh, I think they're going to like the uh, bonus feature uh, this time around. I'm, there's, uh, I got a couple good uh, good games on there to uh that's some good commentary, good gameplay, good camaraderie that people will, will dig, I'm pretty sure. Okay, good. So so much so that Maureen and I were playing the game. I told you that we were playing the game Sorry, and we instead of playing music, I played this in the background of us playing those games with, with music that was being played during that time. And it was very entertaining to listen to us talk and listen to the music or or playing like a board game. So uh yeah, That's one of my favorite board games. Sorry? Absolutely. Wow. Okay. When we come down, we'll play Killer, that game. You know, Killer Sorry? What, why is it called Killer Sorry? Oh, because you got to protect home. You do got to protect home. <laughs> yes, you oh, do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll take you guys on. <laughs> oh, there's always, no, every man for himself. There's always an elevated, uh, it, let's just put it this way. People's blood pressure gets elevated playing the game. Yeah, you're almost home, and then someone says sorry, and you go back to start. Yeah, it happened last night. I taught my daughter-in-law 
how I play the game. And she ended up kicking the crap out of me several times. I said, it's the last time I ever teach you a game. Wow. She learned really well. <laughs> oh, she was like, oh, this is easy. I uh, anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll play. That's I didn't know that. That and uh, but they won't play with me. They will not play with me playing uh, Monopoly. Yeah, Monopoly. I I like the game kind of. Maureen, she just will I not. Love playing, but they don't just, like playing with me. Why do you do you hold on to your your things too tight and don't want to negotiate? Oh, uh, I I'm uh, you got to be ruthless if you play that game. Yeah, no, Maureen will never sell you a property. No, she wants her money for it. All oh, right, right. I, but in the end, I say you might not sell it to me now, but you'll be pleading later, and the price will be half. <laughs> Right. Oh, I'll take that. You can forgive everything. Or I just bleed you out and say, nope, you got to sell everything or mortgage everything. You're done. <laughs> you <laughs> oh, no, it's George. all about getting rid of it's all about getting rid of people. Actually, I, there's actually if I can find it real quick here. So we're really eat. going off topic. I know. And we said we were gonna do this in a couple of minutes and Oh, here, well, let me, let me, let me, it's uh, we'll do a mail oh, call, Dr. Dr. Dave po podcast mail call. So I got this guy saying query on services. His name is Michael. And he said, hello, Dr. Dave. My name is Michael. Uh, I am a real estate developer in central Florida and a card carrying capitalist. I'm a collector and avid pinball enthusiast. I follow your podcast and enjoy your content. While listening this week, you mentioned you sometimes act on request to acquire a certain game and do the restoration project for a customer. I'd like to engage you to do that for me. I understand the podcast you have slammed at work with this time. I'm not on a schedule on this. When things are done, they are done. You will never hear me say anything otherwise. I'm in my 60s, and the grail pin has always been a Doctor Who. If not possible this who? time, please... Yeah, who? Who, what? Where? If not possible this time, please keep me in the Rolodex when and if your schedule permits. I will always make room for a fully restored Doctor Who. Uh, he's on Pinside as well. I currently have 25 machines, all modern. I love classics, but I have a terror of working on them. I have a tech I am learning from, but a work in progress. Thank hmm. you, thank maybe, he needs a, maybe he needs a Florida tech. He does. One airline? Well, in your case, two airline tickets away? Yeah. Could be. Hmm. Lakeland. Where is Lakeland? Lakeland, Florida. In, inland. I think that's horsey country. Okay. It's like here, you know, I didn't forgive me if I've told the story. Tell me to stop. I have an animal story. Okay. Did I tell you about the fox hunt that went through my front yard? No. A fox hunt. They're actually hunting a, a fox. An actual live fox hunt went through my front yard. Well, that's a little. Were they allowed to? <laughs> How does, that, how does that happen? First of all, I had I've heard that there are fox hunts. There's, I'm going to tell this story several in several iterations because there's so much content and people will just be bored. Just let's put it this way: there's a place about a quarter of a mile from my house called uh, they raise hounds, basically the hounds that go after the fox. And I hear them baying in the morning and in the evening when they're being fed. So I knew there was something going on around here. So on a Saturday morning, 
I just happen to glance out the front window and I see this red jacketed person on this beautiful horse in the street in front of my house. And I'm like, what the heck? Then I saw a pack of 30 dogs tear down the hill in front of my house. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I go out, there's chase vehicles and there's 30 people on horses and about 30 to 40 hounds going up to my neighbor's yard, chasing the quote unquote fox. You'll have to wait, wait till the next iteration. I'll tell you about my early inquiries about fox hunts, which became untrue. But yeah, I'm in horsey country and I think Lakeland is horsey country. It's inland. It's in from 95, if I remember correctly. Okay. I don't have a map in front of me, but I think that's where it is. But foxes are so cute. Why would you want to kill a fox? Boo-hoo. We'll talk about it in another show. Okay. Why don't we say goodbye and sign out? All right, we'll say goodbye and sign out. You first. All right. Well, folks, this has been the Classic Pinball Podcast. Another episode in the can, so to speak. And uh, it's been a blast. This is Dr. Dave. That's George. Stay lit and stay tilted. And don't try to like my brother. You go, George. I want to thank uh, our good friend uh, and correspondent in Australia, Grant, for the selection this month of the intro. I never heard that song. We'll get an explanation of who, what, where, when, why. If you know something about it, email us. Uh, my name's George. His name's Dave. Stay lit and tilted, and we'll see you next month. Peace, everybody. This special bonus feature, courtesy of the playtest division of Dr. Dave's Pinball. The setting. It's Saturday night. We are mid-game on a freshly restored Williams Grand Prix. Four good friends are enjoying camaraderie, classic rock, and this classic game from 1976. This moment in time will take you back to the golden era of the arcades of the late 70s and early 80s, where pinball was king. Sit back and enjoy. Neither can you, Bob. I bet I shouldn't. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Wait for that. Hold on, I'm coming. You? You a second? Yep. I'm getting some water, but I will That's pretty good. <laughs> 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 That's good. Some fancy footwork going on here. Oh, wicked. I thought I was gone. Patience is a virtue.
Mounted a comeback, however. Wow, ball two. It's only ball two. Ball two. Wow. Got a battle coming up here. Exactly. <laughs> wow, this looks good. Wow, what the hell, man? It's only ball two. Oh, boy. It's funny, mano a mano. Yeah. Five balls or three balls? I think it's five balls. Five balls? Three. It might be three. It might be three. I think it's three. Oh, oh. fucking A. I'm never going to fucking learn. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's open, man. Jack's open. Just, just think he's playing Jack's this. open. Just close this up, will you? That's mm. trying, right? Yeah. Yes. You got the magic feeling? Yeah. Magic power. Magic power. Power of me. Love this song, too. Oh, this these clippers are weird. They are. So it's got that yes sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, God, yeah. no. Yeah. God, no. Yeah. DJ, you gave it up, bro. You gave it up. You fucking didn't even let me do anything. Well, you're in now, Dave. This game? Yeah, it's pretty yeah, cool. it's kind of fun game. There's a lot of stuff going on with us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't give it much, uh, much credit until I started looking at it, playing after I was done with it. It's like, oh, okay, it's a fun game. In nice shape, it's a fun game to have. Oh, that's going to leave this really close. All right, come on. At the three, you took the lead. Yeah. I had a house ball, though. I went right down. But we're streaming live. I'm in the lead here. Oh. Come and get me. Yeah, I like that. Ah. Is this it? Last ball, right? No. Is it five? Five ball? Three ball. I don't know. I think it's three. Oh, I thought it was five. I thought it was five. I think it's only three. Three sure. You lied. Oh, I lost I lied. already. I lied on that one. Boy, you duped me. <laughs> nah, I don't think you really I played it like a five ball. That's what I thought it was. Oh, I can't get that shot. That ain't. Oh, well. Oh, there we go. Get in there. Get in there. Yeah, lit up, man. Lit up. Hit it hard, man. Fuck hard. There we go. Nice. Nice and easy. Nice and easy. Yeah. Oh, man. Do a man. Yeah. Oh, man. I know what you did last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep it going, man. Uh, Get out of there. Oh, oh. Wow, oh my gosh. Oh. Nice. Good. 
again? Oh, Dave won. Oh, Dave won. I, I won. Oh, you won. He came back and won. All right, pick again. One more. Pick three, one more. Uh, right, start game. Right. Somebody right. pick right. one. Then you pick it. You, you, you pick, pick it. You no, pick no, 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 no. You pick it. You won. I'll pick Stargazer. Okay. Pick all that. All right. Take your money. No, your money, that's Dave. Dave's money. Oh, yeah. Money. You need money to play. Go. <laughs> Go <right. laughs> Who do you call when you want your pinball machine restored? Dr. Dave! Dave! Who? Dave! D-A-V-E! Yeah, Dave! Dave! Right. But George, you don't know what you're saying. You're under their control. This joker's not only stupid, he's a moron besides. I heard that. Thanks for the compliment. Hasta la vista, baby.